Flex and Frooms. Flex and Frooms. This is the Flex and Frooms Catch Up Podcast. It is the last day of the week. No. Are you happy? I mean, yes. I'm a weekend warrior now. I don't know what happened, but 2023 really brought it out of me. Brunch, I live, bottomless brunch. live for the weekend. Isn't it good, man? I think that means you're happy. Yeah, I think it does. Something to look forward to. Dread a Monday. Love a weekend. Always think there's something to do. Love being outside. And also back to back to back kind of weekend. Like I love doing a little brunchy, go to the gym, come back, 100%. do my nails, go out for a little lunchy, go out, come back, go on a little date. Like there's moving. The world is literally my oyster and your oyster, our oyster. Yeah. Anyway, here's the potty. Kata. Flex and frooms. Flex and frooms. Question for the room. How often do you wash your pillowcases? It's not a time to lie. Or maybe I'll say, how often do you change them? I am on a regular chore schedule. Okay. I really was the kind of person who's like, I don't want to be on a regular any kind of schedule. But the, the Sunday chore thing is definitely stuck. So I'm a once a week Okay. I have talked to an esthetician in my lifetime who said that's not enough. Whoa, what They've they advocated say? for more than twice a week. <gasps> Who's got time for that? Well, it seems as though we should make time because according to a lab test, and look, I'm, I'm not at Deakin University. I don't know who did this <laughs> test in itself, but the information was going viral and I'm but a messenger. A one-week-old pillowcase holds 17,000 times more bacteria than a toilet seat. Oh, uh, always for the toilet seat. But... When do toilets get so much bad for us? <laughs> they need to check their PR. They need the Barbie movie people to do their PR. <laughs> this is really hurtful information because I don't know what would be on my face and my hair to be doing that much damage. And it hurts to know that I am the issue. Like the germs that I fear in the day-to-day life are currently sitting with me yep. at any given point. I'm sure that number doubles if you happen to do a pillow swapsies at one point in time. A pillow swapsies? Someone else rests their head on your pillow. Oh, ew. I'm sure that's adding a few a few notches. They're always a bit sweaty too. It's not great. And so, yes, I like I said, I talked to an esthetician who said that they washed or changed their pillows at least three times a week. I think that if I integrated that into my schedule, I would need to have a lot more pillowcases. I bought a really beautiful pillowcase the other day. My mum said, have you got a pillow protector? Yeah. I don't. And we should be washing our actual pillows How do, every I, six can months. Can you do that? Allegedly. Little memory foam moment? Mm, I don't know, babe. Scary. Anyway, so it's the potential buildup of skin cells and oils and dust mites and mould. So you should aim to wash your pillowcases and protectors about once a week and the pillow itself every six months. Be mindful if you're going to throw out your pillowcase and buy a new one. It just can't go into regular bins, at least not in New South Wales. But do your Googles on that one. Council specific. Thank you, um, Miss Recycling. Yeah, all good. (laughs) (laughs) I have a little bit of a gripe with the online dating world. I'm not going to say I'm on or off the apps. That is redacted. However, I have noticed a trend... (laughs) online dating and that is people not prepared to step their pussy up with the prompts please elaborate tell me why i'm on a dating app okay and i'm having a little swipe through Mm -hmm. and nowadays you have to have little prompts which fantastic little app upgrade only on specific apps and so i fear you might be outing yourself oh you know where to find me (laughs) why is it the people in their prompts are just putting a little dot or why are they answering the same thing? I, I saw a guy on there that had to every single prompt, these are lame, these are lame, these are lame. I'm like, King, there's a common denominator here of lameness and it is your head. It's not great. But to be fair, play the game. Like, we're all here. 
I get it. And I would sooner say, yes, play the game. But I have been a foolish girl and I've failed to really review someone's profile before because I fear that people are just lying. Say more. Not that they're lying and then trying to make themselves feel better or look better or whatever it might be, but I just don't think they're the best reflection of people. So I just try not to think about it. Well, I just think if you're not putting any effort into the first instance, it's not looking good, bruv. Yeah. Like to me, I think of it as I'm too cool to try. But you're the same person and I hate to call you out of your name, babe. But you have referred to completed profiles as being quite lame. I never said that. You run the tape. When we were doing Flex and Frooms rules for dating, we are talking about people who use the apps properly, professional or whatever. You weren't responding well to it, babe. I never said that. And if I did, I rescind it. Okay, well then. Respectfully. All good. I will say. (laughs) But I feel like also it's a trap because somebody might fill out their prompts and not be funny and that's going to put you off as well. Wouldn't you rather the illusion or like projecting onto just pretty pictures and then finding out once you match and then getting out of there as opposed to your standards being so high because they answered a prompt really cheekily and then you get into chit-chatting and it's not eating. I don't need you to be witty in the prompts. There's only so many characters. Famous last words. (laughs) I don't need you to be witty. Are you sure? If you've got a heartbeat, it's a great start. (laughs) Shut up. This is Flex and Frooms on Cater. Look, there's always room to think on a day-to-day. These days, I think to myself, is this thought worth exploring? If not, park it. But this one was spurred on by a little TikTok I saw. And to be honest, my algorithm is not giving what it used to give back in the early days. It's so repetitive. Like, I get it. I Googled one thing and now it's all you can show me. Please diversify the algorithm. And that's why I have so much time for threads. Not sponsored. Some creator had received a question about what to do if your friends and family are not supportive about you being an online creator. That was not what we're here to discuss. But the advice that she gave was to to understand that what you care about should matter to the people that care about you. One more time, what you care about should matter to the people who care about you. And initially I was like, okay, like I understand that in a really surface level way. If you're showing me something or telling me something that you find interesting, I should at least give you the benefit of attention. But do we agree with that statement? Should people who care about me care about things that matter to me? I think Maybe care is too hard. I think they should pay respect to. Yeah, I think be respectful. Yes, of course. It's very easy for me to ridicule my dad who sits on the couch just watching very long videos of cars going very loudly, looking at the interiors. Like to me, it's the most boring thing ever. And it's like, can you move? Because I want to sit on the couch. Mm. But he loves it. He gets a lot out of it. So who am I to yuck his yum? And yet you do. I've stopped a little bit. I've got a bit more respect for the big man. And yet, yet. I'm with Frooms on that one, this idea that I think that a lot of us need to work on how we hold people's interests and hobbies. Like, I think that we could all be a little bit more delicate about them. I remember, remember like, over COVID, I went to Spotlight and I bought one of those miniature house building kits. Like, you just, like, cut the cardboard and you paste it together. And I told someone about that and they were like, oh my God, that's like way, it's like so geeky. And I was like, it's not even that deep, but now you're being critical. Just let it slide. Be like, oh, like, cool. You don't even need to compliment or validate it. And that wasn't even something that mattered to me, but it still stuck with me. Cause I'm like, at what point is it appropriate for you to pre 
roast this thing without understanding how I feel about it first. On the other hand, I can respect a person who's always going to be honest with you, who's not tailoring their every response to pander to your potentially shaky temperament. Can you recall anything like a hobby or an interest you shared with someone and they were just like torn to shreds prematurely? Oh, that's a good one. That's why like, I stopped recommending books online because of that. I'm like, you guys ruined a fun thing for me yeah. really quickly. It wasn't people being like, that book is not good, but people asking for justifications as to why they should read something. Oh, and so up. then I feel like I'm automatically on the defense trying to be like, well, like it's got like good world building and character building. I don't care. Like, I don't want to give movie recommendations either because I'm like, I don't know why you watch movies. Me, I will never give more than 75% of my attention to a movie anyway. So I'm missing half the plot. I'm there for a cheap giggle, a cheap laugh and like a cheap dopamine spike. It's not that deep to me. Don't ask me the plot. Don't ask me any names. But for some people, what's really serious about, like, I can respect that and I won't be like, nah, that was boring. Well, the other day I showed my mom and my sister I Think You Should Leave, which is a comedy show on Netflix by Tim Robinson. It's one of my favourite shows on earth. But it is divisive because you watch it, the skits don't have a point. Right. They're crazy, they're weird, they're kind of gross, but they're so funny to me. And I could tell that they were, like, really sceptical about it the whole time, but they could see how excited I was. So they they went with it. They watched a few. They said, okay, now we're going to watch Black Mirror. But I saw the restraints in their eyes. And I really appreciated that because I'm, oh, I, good. I don't know if I can think of a time where I've shared something with someone and they've thought it was really bad. I mean, comedy is so subjective and that's kind of what I'm interested one. in. You run the risk every time. And I mean, like, that's fair enough. Yeah. Okay. Some, some people don't like poo humour. It's like every time I hear a grown adult person ask me to, de- to defend why Twilight is good. Shut up. Go away. Shut up. I know, like, being like, oh, but they did this. Babes, I was literally 15. Okay, can I just, like, live in the reverie of being young and loving something? Like, why I gotta now turn this memory inside out and wring it of all the enjoyment? For what? For what? Oh, all right, well, make it stop. But also, like, I challenge people to think about times in which they've done this because what you said about your dad was, like, really great self-awareness from you because easy target. (laughs) The easy target is lazing around on the couch in his own home. Yeah, Might he say? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I was on TikTok the other day. My friend, I'll call him a friend. I've realised that when people talk about like artists or creators and they say, oh, my friend, I grimace. However, here I am doing yeah, it day in, day drop out. Drop the receipts. <laughs> is there an active thread happening right now? <laughs> there honestly is. Uh, with a creator called James Lemon. He's a ceramicist, an artist, a funny, funny person. And... He has a method for how to get a rent decrease. Please, Mickey, play the tape. This is an example of what you can send your landlord to avoid rental increases this year. Please don't raise my rent, Mr. Landlord or Ms. Landlord or they. Landlord, please don't do it. Okay. That, yeah. Thoughts? I mean, it... mm. Just with the sound, it's a bit crazy. Yeah. You will see that he is twirling his ass in quite a seductive fashion. So with landlords, okay, I'm of the opinion that you need to treat them mean, keep them keen. So Mm. I'm really afraid of being too nice because I don't think they really care. I think you've got to bust some balls. Just knowing that they're going to get balls bust on each side. So don't be the weaker of the two. You're not really dealing with a real estate agent. They're just a conduit to the landlord and landlords are want to do in these trying times with their, uh, pardon me, interest rate increases. I would also say only bust a ball if 
you are certain that you're keeping the house in good nick. Like if you're just an average kind of tenant, I would say maybe act accordingly. Really? Yeah. Why is that? Because realistically, if the average, like what is a landlord going to be sympathetic to you for if they go do the walkthrough and this stuff is looking lived in? (laughs) (laughs) You know what I mean? Scratches all over the floor. (laughs) Not even just that, but just like signs of wear. They're not going to be sympathetic and now you're busting balls. What can they do for you? (laughs) What do you think, Mickey? My landlord is not slipping. Oh, no, really. It's a a bit of an old man. I don't, ageism. Yeah, I don't really want to flirt with him. <laughs> I don't have Do you to work on him though? I didn't know it was an option to flirt with the landlord. Well, nor did I until I saw this TikTok. Yeah. I'm turned on. <laughs> if they were cute. If they were cute, yeah, if maybe. They were cute, maybe. No, I think that's a harder bag. <laughs> it's if they're oh, no. not cute, you lay it on thick. <laughs> Some of the lax listings, boys. Yeah. <laughs> Love their work. Uh-huh. Love that show. You've been listening to the Flex and Froom's daily podcast. For more, tune in to Cater on DAB or stream it on iHeartRadio.